0: Star Wars movie since 1983. It's been 16 long years. Can you believe it? We made it this long and they released a trailer and people went out to theaters to only watch the trailer. They bought tickets to a whole movie and then walked out after a trailer because oh, yeah. Star Wars was back. Mm-hmm. I spent a whole two days downloading a trailer on QuickTime. <laughs> I just went and saw it eventually at some point because I just didn't care that much. because I'm like, whatever, I'm going to see the movie. I was that <laughs> smart in fucking 1999. Very proud of myself. So. Anyhow, After the Hype. Welcome to After the Hype. Uh, intro. Brian. Chewy. John. Yeah.
1: Hello. Intro. <laughs> uh,
0: quick disclaimer. I am coming over, getting over some pretty horrendous food poisoning. So, uh, I'm going to do the best I can to stick with this today, but it might be a shorter one. It might not. Who knows? Once we get into it, I might just keep going, but I I do feel kind of like, and uh, that's not a fun feeling for anyone. Uh, (laughs) You feel
2: like Bantha Poodoo. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Hooray! So, here we are. We have started the prequel trilogy, Uh, for better or worse. Uh, some would say better, some would say worse, some would say at least it's not The Last Jedi. And to those, I'd say, fuck you. Um, (laughs) But either way. There's
1: lots of Jedis in this one. There's,
0: some would say too many Jedis. A problem that is very swiftly (laughs) solved over the next two movies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Too many Jedis on the dance floor is not a long song in the Jedi universe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Too many Jedi.
0: Too many Jedi. Uh... (laughs) But yeah, starting out, nineteen ninety nine, *Phantom Menace*. What a movie! It's
1: a great movie.
0: What a movie! I will <laughs> do it. We a... just
1: remove the Gungan stuff. Well, not even all. Not the Not even Gungan all the stuff. Gungan stuff. Just most yeah. of the Jar Jar.
0: I'll do it. I'll do a quick a uh, a quick breakdown. Well, as much as I can. So a long time ago, in a galaxy far away, Naboo was under attack. Uh, I'm going to do this from the point of view of obi-wan because that's the only way to do this one right so i thought that me and qui-gon jinn could talk the federation into you know cutting them a little bit of slack uh but their response it didn't thrill us they locked the door they tried to kill us uh we escaped from that gas and met jar jar and boss Nass. uh we took a bongo from the scene and uh through the stream to meet the queen and then we all end up on tatooine and that's where we met this boy now my my this here anakin guy he may be vader someday later but now he's just a small fry (laughs) Then he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye, saying, soon, I'm going to be a Jedi. I can keep going.
1: And just so everyone knows.
0: We finally got to Coruscant, the Jedi Council I knew would want, to see how good the boy could be. Meanwhile, this episode gets taken (laughs) down by copyright infringement.
1: Yes, no copyright infringement. Brian is quoting Al Yankees
0: <laughs> I uh, I should probably stop where that's the whole episode. And I definitely did flub one line in there. So I'm sure somebody else is like, wrong, 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 wrong. Well,
1: I'm sure yeah. Al is going to hear that and berate you on the twits. I
0: mean, that that's fair. It's
2: fair. I did fuck up gonna one line. I'm going to say the
1: twits. Cause please, please don't. I want to sound as not hip as possible.
2: Hello, you cool kids. What's
0: up? Uh, but the rest of the story, if you did not know, is basically they uh, they agree to help Naboo because Palpatine wants them to. This is not the song. I'm not rhyming on purpose. Uh, and then essentially they go back to Naboo. They meet up with Darth Maul. Darth Maul kills Qui-Gon. Obi-Wan is now going to teach
1: Anakin. The whole movie is just Palpatine being oddly, amazingly bureaucratic and amazing at politics because he's a Sith Lord and politics are generally considered evil. And he just did all of the shit in this movie just so that Padme would say no vote of confidence in the Chancellor, Chancellor so that Valorum. he could become Chancellor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's really well done. Yeah. Palpatine is a...
2: Uh, he's a
1: smart motherfucker.
2: Yeah, He's a smart... Smart cookie,
1: that guy. Yeah. Uh, super. <laughs> he has a great
2: future in politics.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I never remember if he's actually supposed to actually be from Naboo, or if he is just someone who ended up living there and I honestly don't remember. becoming a Sith Lord on Naboo.
2: I'm... In my head canon, it was kind of a lark. He visited there once and was like, ah, that's a nice waterfall. I think <laughs> I'm going to be their senator. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly never...
0: This is like a huge, it feels like a blank spot for me in my Star Wars knowledge, because I'm usually pretty good with stuff, but I never really looked into Palpatine's backstory. For some reason, it just never jumped out at me. Is that weird? Based on these movies? No, not really. I
1: never really did either. I don't need to know why Palpatine is Palpatine. It's one of those things where it's like, I never needed to know if Mike Myers was an evil spirit or just a crazy kid. It's just like, whatever, they're evil.
0: I kept if thinking Mike Myers like kid. from SNL.
1: No. <laughs> like when they tried to give Mike yeah. Myers a backstory.
0: Michael Myers.
1: Michael Myers. It, it, Sorry.
0: It matters for Canadian funny comedian man. Murder man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, the comedian murder man.
1: I, know, I don't need to know while Palpatine is the greatest evil in the universe. He just is.
0: Yeah. And like you could maybe infer when we get to episode three that he's talking about his former master Maybe, maybe not. I I don't know. It it just, it never really sparked like any real interest in me. And it's nothing against, uh, I always blink on his name, the actor. Ian McDermott. Thank you. It it doesn't, it doesn't really, I'm not trying to take a knock at him at all. I think he does a great job. He, for my buck, is like in the top five of actors throughout the entire prequel trilogy. I think he does great. He chooses the scenery in the right moments, he does it in the right moments, and I, I think he does a good job. It just, there's something about Palpatine's character that throughout all of the, what, five movies he's in? Four movies? He doesn't really do anything for me.
1: What, the character? The
0: character, yeah. Like, he's yeah. a great villain, but he doesn't do anything for me to want to see him outside of the movies he's in.
2: He doesn't demand the lore scavenging that we've done for a lot of other characters, it seems exactly. like.
0: Yeah. yeah, like... I don't look at him like I do Boba Fett, where I'm like, I want to see what happened to Boba. Like, how did Boba Fett get there? What what happened after the Sarlacc pit? Because there is an after the Sarlacc pit. Uh,
2: like, <laughs> I, like there's all those sorts of questions I have for a character like that. But with Palpatine, just kind of. Eh. Is yeah. it because now that the prequels exist, it's such a complete story of him? Like his his rise and his fall. It's just there's nothing left. There there's no secrets. There's nothing mysterious. We get it no. all i mean i could say yes because that might be the easiest answer
0: but even when like this came out in 99 it was like oh that's palpatine that, that's probably the emperor okay yeah. yeah and that was really the end of it like it's just kind of like oh okay
1: he's plotting
0: yeah he, he's, he's a
1: plot source
0: <laughs> and i think that's kind of yeah essentially yeah <laughs> he's
1: a plotosaurus uh, he's, i did not intend this. so much plotting <laughs>
0: i did not intend this <laughs> episode to start out a a conversation <laughs> i was gonna make a really mean joke and i decided not to i mean it's
1: a beautiful uh mirror to modern day about you know evil people being in a senate Uh, and saying that they're working for the greater good. The greater good. Yeah, when they're really just evil. Mitch
0: McConnell. And some of them
1: just look (laughs) awful. like Mitch McConnell. The dark side is making their face melt.
0: Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, but I I mean, I don't even know what else to say about it. Because like the... I know a lot of people will, will will kind of start moving through this thing a little bit more. A lot of people really, this is actually I, this is where I intended to start on it. A lot of people, when they saw this movie or when they go back to it or whatnot, they always kind of go, so much politics in this movie. Like, I don't remember Course politics there's... in the original trilogy.
1: Well, because that was all post-politics. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, there's a lot of politics leading up to every world war. Uh, guess what? Yeah, a lot of times we pay attention to the bombs afterwards more than we paid attention to all the people just squabbling beforehand.
0: The analogy I was going to go for would be like a prequel series to The Walking Dead and everyone complaining about all the living people that are around. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, yeah, this is what happens before that. It's like this led to that. So the politics of it never really bothered me. I think it's kind of dry. I do think that is a problem, like trade negotiations and a trade blockade for
2: what is essentially a kid's movie.
0: Feels a little like, yeah, it was,
2: it was very weird going into this movie after all that hype in the trailer and the original trilogy and being like trade federation, negotiations, diplomacy. I never really
1: understood why the, what the trade federation and them were even debating. Like
0: in 99, I didn't get it. And in 2019, I still don't get it. I
1: don't, yeah. I don't know. Like what what were they, were they actually trading anything? Our blockade
0: is perfectly legal, but what are you blocking? What, what are you doing?
1: Maybe Naboo's in debt to them. I don't know. Maybe? I really, they never really describe, I why. And I, yeah, again, I don't know if they ever just did it in the novels or yeah. anything of that. I
0: read all three in- editions of The Phantom Menace. I read the Timothy Zahn one. I read the kids one. And I read like a comic book one. And no.
1: None of them talk about why they're doing it.
0: Not to my recollection. I did read them all in 1999, so that was like So it's really just
1: Palpatine ago. doing stuff. I don't know what the mask is exactly to make it seem legal for this trade federation to go against an entire planet.
0: For what I understand, it's the, I don't know what the whole guise is, but I think the rest of it is just exactly what you said. It's just a whole bunch of bullshit to get Valorum out so Palpatine yeah. can go yeah, in. Yeah, I know yeah. that. Right.
1: Yeah. But so, the, the initial...
0: Like, how he convinced yeah. them? No fucking clue. Yeah. No idea. Um, but if that's Palpatine, let's move into, like, more of the more entertaining people. And I want to start with the uh, the unfortunate casting of Jake Lloyd. Uh, I think he does as good of a job as a kid could have done in this role. And I just feel like George fucked him.
1: Well, he was the first example of George uh, just being able to get the worst performance out of an actor. Yeah.
0: Because, I mean, Jake Lloyd didn't do a lot before he quit acting. Like, he did this. The only two I know... He was I'm in a my...
1: Smuckers commercial.
0: Right? Sure. <laughs> Maybe. i pretty sure it was really. Smuckers. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> but I know this, and I know uh, Jingle All the Way.
2: Yeah, And he was oh, right. a bad...
0: Yeah, he wasn't a bad kid actor at all. I mean, we went to school with him for a little while. Um... I never
1: met him. I didn't want to. <laughs>
0: Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> He was just, nice. He checked out gear once. He's I nice. was just
1: worried that people would be like, oh, what are you going to ask him? I'm like, I don't, I don't, what, I don't, just because I'm a huge Star Wars nerd doesn't mean I need to talk to him.
0: And if you had met him, he he didn't want to talk about
1: it. I know he didn't want to talk about it. That's probably one of the reasons I'm like, I don't want to bother him. Yeah. the thing ruined his life.
0: Uh, either way, uh, that's why I say the unfortunate casting, because I think it's one of those things where it's like. Did this kind of fuck his acting career? Maybe. Because I don't think he was a bad kid actor. But there is a chance, because his performance in this movie, for the majority of it, is fine. But there's never any great moments, and there's quite a few, bad moments.
1: Yeah.
0: I'll take fine. I'll take fine from any kid actor. Great performances from a kid actor are wonderful, but they're rare. Let's be honest. Yeah.
2: They're rare. They are. So I will take a passable kid actor and I
0: think Jake Lloyd was there.
2: Yeah, and I and I think some of our forgiveness of that is in hindsight now, but when we first when I first watched it it was like what is this? Like I've gone I've gotten kinder to these movies in age. Yeah. In my age, but I think maybe there was that initial shock of just oh this is the caliber of acting we're getting across the board. Okay.
0: Like, yeah. him trying to speak other languages were just always so awkward.
2: matafa Yeah. um, uh, am Like, oof. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then,
2: his yippee! Wife... As he runs out of a room, is like, oof. Even his big moment with um, Padme on the ship where he's like, I'm cold. <laughs> it's just... I made this for you so you won't forget me. I, I don't Are you
0: an know. angel? <laughs> like, I,
1: I could. Just because of how poorly later performances are from Academy Award winning actors in this series. (laughs) I don't know what to hold against Jake and what to hold against George.
0: That's why I say like I will keep going back to the word unfortunate casting or words unfortunate casting. because I don't think Jake Lloyd was a bad child actor and I think he did the best he could with George Lucas at the helm.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh um, right. I and I think they just probably George weren't Lucas simpatico together. No. I mean, I'm sorry John, what did you say? I was just going to say like they they those two probably weren't simpatico together. Lucas and Lloyd. Like if it had been a different director on something else, it could have worked out better, but I think maybe those two just didn't work. He, maybe maybe the kid had to look. I remember watching it behind the scenes where he's like, "Oh, that kid looks like Anakin." And he seemed to be good enough. That seemed to be good enough for him.
1: Well, no one looked like Anakin because Anakin wasn't a thing yet.
0: Well, yes, he was. Not, he just wore a black mask at all times. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, he looks like he could he, wear a plastic helmet. He
2: looks like a guy who'd wear a helmet. <laughs> that's what it was in the behind the scenes. Like that, oh, in my mind, yeah. it was like this. This is how I envisioned him, and that kid got close to it. Like he, that, that worked. That worked for me. But he seemed kind of like, oh, that's what it was. I, that's fine. That's fine. That's but kind that of his vibe on of it. Lucas's
0: thing was like, hey, yeah. you had the prequel trilogy written, right? Yeah. Sure.
1: <laughs> Definitely.
0: I, I had I wrote them in the 80s. Yeah.
1: I've
0: just been waiting 16 years because I, I cause
1: technology
0: technology needed to catch up to the movies. There. Yep. That's yep. it. I like and, that one. I'm gonna latch onto that and Jar Jar Binks. Here he
2: is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and this was even before like the whole like big digital push that like Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith brought it. in. Actually, let, let's if we want to talk about CGI characters,
0: let's actually just do that. Let's let's dive into the Jar Jar of it all. Jar Jar has taken a beating so horribly bad over the past 20 years that at one point, the actor that portrayed him almost took his own life. Like, he has gotten destroyed. Yeah. And I've watched this movie since I was whatever age I was in 1999, and I've never gone... Yeah, he deserved that. I've always just kind of
2: gone... Jar Jar's fine. He's he's a kid's character. Who who cares? Right. The worst yeah. it's ever been for me is like that this is a stupid character and I don't like the character, the end. Yeah, like he's kind of grating, he's kind of annoying, but there's more annoying characters out
0: there. Like this guy did not deserve the beating he got at all.
1: Well the actor didn't deserve it.
0: No! I don't even think the character really did.
1: The, I never liked I still don't like Jar Jar. I just
0: I don't either. But I, I don't hate him to the point where I'm just like only the movies would have been better if he wasn't in them. No.
1: Well, he's not really in the other two. think
0: he has like three lines in the next one and no lines in the third one. Yeah. Right. But it is kind of nice seeing that like uh, Disney is now doing a show with on my best is like the host. And like, he is actually kind of like, he's coming out of his shell again, which is nice because it sucked. He was so proud of this character. He did exactly what he was told to do. And then, ugh. and but it was it fun technology to, it, like,
2: to work in. He got to work like with this motion capture and, Like, really put his voice... Like, do voice work on it? Like, he kind of had the best of both worlds there. The aspects
0: of Jar Jar Binks that I always found that people really hated the most was mostly just his character. He was annoying. He's grating. He's stupid. He's always there.
2: Yeah. He's
0: in almost every important scene. He's in the ultimate climactic battle from uh, Avengers Infinity War. Like, he's all over the place. And I think that was more of what the problem was. It was just oversaturation. It's just like...
1: Oversaturation, and he brought in poop jokes into star wars which there there had never been poop jokes before
0: so yeah i I think it's just a mixture of all of that just led to the most hated character in star wars history until ryan johnson showed up um ryan johnson being the most hated thing in star wars history what Uh, is
1: it really that bad at this point people
0: still just hate ryan johnson for star wars Apparently everybody loves knives out though, so go figure. I Uh, just
1: I don't meet these people. I don't think I don't. It's probably good. They're just on the internet. I just I I've turned into more and more of an internet hermit.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you.
1: Uh, (laughs) My life is a better place when I don't listen to everything the internet has to say.
2: Yeah, yeah. true, true (laughs) enough. (laughs) Hello, internet
0: mediums. (laughs) Moving past the Jar Jar of it all, gotta talk Kira Knightley. Uh, <laughs>
1: Kira Knightley was amazing. This movie. She we was. didn't even know who Kieran Knightley was Na- before this movie.
0: Kira Knightley arguably played arguably played Natalie Portman better than Natalie Portman did. Mm,
1: but Natalie Portman Ooh. did a really cool <laughs> queen deep voice.
0: That's true. But I think Natalie Portman's best movie is the next one. I think she's okay in this one. I don't. I don't think she's bad. I don't think she's great. I think she's just kind of a placeholder of you're going to fuck this later.
1: No. Uh, no, she's great in uh, clones.
0: She is. When she's and,
1: not lusting after Annie.
0: Exactly. And this one she doesn't have any of the lusting after Annie cuz you.
2: But she does well, have Art, like, like the, the role's not that impo- like she's the queen and all that, but they don't give her a lot of meat to work with other than just be that monotone voice and then her apparent switcheroo. Yeah. It's like her doing that in the behind the scenes. The movie doesn't really care necessarily that she's changing back and forth. Until it's suddenly relevant to the plot. So like, the movie's not that interested in her as no much it's as as much as she's outfits. in it. It's very interested in her outfits. Her outfits are those gorgeous. are some cool outfits though.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like that's the thing is like the they don't really give her anything. And then the maybe the last act, like the last act where she just kind of shows up to kick ass and take names.
2: It's like oh, she is a cool character.
0: Yeah. and i love right. all that but up until it's like the prequel then, to
2: the next movie her performance in the next movie it's like oh we get a taste of it it's like oh i see this will be an interesting character I mean, we'll talk about it next week
0: with clones but the moment in clones when they're all captured and like all right how are we gonna get out of this one and anakin looks at her and she's just already climbing and get herself out of the situation it's like padme was a badass Is right yeah
1: it was.
0: that's why it makes it so sad when you get to episode three and it's like where did padme go um, she got sexism. out. She escaped out of the movie. She went
1: down sexism.
0: But she does kind of have this like she kind of starts at like a five, goes to a ten, and then ends at like a negative one. Like she just has this like weird like I'm a good character. I'm a great character. What the fuck am I? And I'm good with the <laughs> I'm a good character. Like I'm I'm happy with her here. She just doesn't do a lot for me. Like there's not really a lot to talk about with Padme. It's just kind of upsetting. Her
1: costumes were awesome.
0: Her costumes are awesome yeah
1: <laughs> and she she is fun because i do like that she is deceiving but not without purpose Right, she's protecting herself and she's protecting her people and she's trying to play the bureaucratic game she doesn't know she's being manipulated by a sith lord because
2: why would she yeah uh i mean if she if she knew yeah. that sith lord so sucks
1: she does she's doing <laughs> everything in her power to do right by her people and you know that's amazing in oh,
2: this yeah. in it's just a lot like you
1: know her daughter yeah
2: yeah she's like enough of this like enough of this politic i'm going back and taking <laughs> i'm taking what's mine yeah like, and, well, and the not, jedi she are just trying really to keep up with her. Say she's great.
1: Gonna free them she at least wants to be with her people while they suffer
0: yeah her places with her people. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think she's a like I said, the last third of the movie, she's great. It's just up until then, it's like
1: hey. she she's feeling things out. She's seeing who she can trust.
0: My my favorite thing with her before that last third is her and Qui-Gon. I love her and Qui-Gon because she thinks she's pulling one over on a Jedi. At all times. Yeah. Qui-Gon <laughs> is just like, oh, aren't you cute? Mm.
1: Qui-Gon, now there's a Jedi that you love, but then after Seeing this movie a few times and seeing everything that happens later, you're like, oh my no, you're hubris.
0: Yeah. Oh, he was a cocky Jedi.
1: Stop being so hubris. But that's I'm using that word wrong, but
0: to move into Qui-Gon, that's why I love Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon is my favorite character.
2: Yeah, my favorite character out of the prequel
0: trilogy that's only in the prequel trilogy.
2: He's so flawed in a fun way, like that the other Jedi don't get a chance to be like he's just imperfect he makes mistakes he's got the hubris you know he's doing the hubris thing no it's not even that it's just more so that he's
0: just he doesn't i don't want to say he doesn't care that's not the right way to say it but like, he cares Obi-Wan too much the, no no it's definitely not that it's like uh yeah. obi-wan at one point says that if you just followed the rules you'd be on the council instead of fighting with them and it's like But that's never going to be Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon doesn't want to follow the rules. He wants to... He is a good person. He is a great Jedi. But when it comes down to like... I'm going to be a great Jedi... By doing what I know. And how I feel. And working with the Force. And just letting the Force flow through me. And not having to follow these restrictions. That would get me higher ranked in the organization. He doesn't care. He just wants to do his job. Because he loves his job. And I think that's a very admirable character... And it's a character that would fit in way more in the new trilogy that we have now because that's the sort of Jedi Order that I think Qui-Gon always kind of wished for. Like, we don't need these super hard, rigid rules because that just leads to dismay. And...
1: Because there's there's bureaucracy in the Jedi Order as well.
0: Exactly. And, I, and Qui-Gon doesn't stand for that. So, yeah. I, I think Qui-Gon fits with like the new idea of Jedi that we're currently watching. More than he did in any of the other versions of the Jedi. And I think that's why I like him as much as I do. I think he's a great character. What do you guys think? I
1: don't know. He is a great character. Uh, he it takes the whole no attachments to heart, though. Uh, his uh, complete disregard or just acceptance of separating a young boy from his parents mother his only family he's vi- uh, he doesn't really seem to scoff at that at all <laughs> or have any motivation to try to save his mother
0: i think that's where he I, knows his limitations
1: yeah
2: yeah but, uh, I, but that also makes it so interesting too for as into a newer order of jedi as he is he still has that battle of like you know this you know the like like you said chewie the attachment too much he knows his play he, he kind of knows his boundaries but he's also pushing against them and it's Watching it again, I like you said, Brian. I what, really I'm curious. Liked what, I saw. what do
1: you mean by that? Which part? But what is he pushing against?
2: the The rigid order, the Jedi order, the bureaucracy. He's pushing against that.
1: How? I I don't know what well, he he does it the whole movie.
0: Like that's when he just ignores. Like he says he wants to take on Anakin as a Padawan. It's like, well, you already have a Padawan. He's like, yeah, whatever. Well, then he'll take him. Like he okay. just. Okay,
1: well, I was thinking he, of it in relation to Anakin's mother. I didn't.
0: Oh, with Anakin's mother, I I think it was him knowing his limitations, or it was a matter of he trusted the Force. The boy was supposed to come with him, and he knew that. Okay. Or or it could be, is that just what all the Jedis do? They don't have to leave their parents. You can't be attached to your parents. Well, that's
1: the whole point, is that they were never supposed to know their parents. Yeah. They are supposed to find the children when they're very young infants, and then apparently all these parents just give their kids up.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the Jedi. Because were... the
1: Jedi aren't supposed to have spouses, so they're not making any of their own babies. It kind of almost feels like they're Peter Panning the universe.
0: Yeah, the <laughs> Jedi were kind of fucked up. Yeah, they're just taking yeah.
1: people's kids.
2: That's why it was time for the Jedi to end.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> let me add them. I want to bring balance to them.
0: <laughs> I- I'm saving the uh, the king of the show for the end, so I think we should uh, we should move on to the the. The saddest one off villain.
1: Oh, I was gonna I thought we were gonna move on to Obi-Wan.
0: That's the king of the show. Yeah. He's the best thing in the entire prequel trilogy. I'm saving him for the end of almost every episode of this because mm. he's amazing yeah. in all of them. Whereas Darth Maul, he he kind of boba fetted himself here. Here's a character you know, with what a nothing that everyone loves.
1: I didn't <laughs> you know, I loved him when I was younger. Now seeing him as more of an adult, I'm like, Darth Maul's fucking sexy. <laughs> I he thought that really was going
2: is. another way. No. He and is, I, I sensed though. with the Force that I was about to get thirsty up in this.
1: <laughs> I don't know how oh. else to say it. Like, Darth Maul's wonderful. He just looks great. His voice, yeah. yeah
0: he's
2: got His a abilities. Stare- like When he's staring down at Obi-Wan, it's just like, yes, you have the high ground. You totally have the high ground. <laughs> I just...
0: There's something about his design that, like, did either one of you get the Star Wars magazine back in the 90s? Of course. Uh, we still have
1: a bunch of the issues. Okay. Star so Wars Insider.
0: There was a moment when the prequels were first announced and whatnot, and they were first decided to announce who Darth Maul was. And they did so by putting his face just on the cover. And it's the first time I'd ever Ugh. seen him. And that just showed up in my mailbox. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> like, who
1: I'm is not this sure guy? I do remember that cover, issue.
0: yeah. Yeah, it was...
1: I don't... I don't and We didn't save every issue of Insider. A bunch of them are still back home.
0: Sure, but that was an intense cover. and yeah. It's just like, oh, this guy means business. I am Does. into this. I am so excited for that. Whoop, he's gone.
2: Yeah, and his entrances in this gone. movie are so distinct. Every time he enters the frame in the beginning of any scene he's in, the, the few that he is in, it's just a shock, a sharp shock of just like, that's cool. What is this? Yeah. Like, and he's just when, when terrifying.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, at all times. He is just freaky as shit. And I really, really, really hate the trailer for giving away the double lightsaber. Mm. Oh, yeah.
1: But it was such a... Still, it was a really well-edited moment.
0: It was. With the music
1: and everything. Oh,
0: my God. And they still use that song now. In the current trailer for uh, Rise of Skywalker... You hear the...
2: So good. Because Dual Fates is one of the best songs ever written for Star Wars. Um, well, that's the next one we're going to talk about. Like, if there's a king, there's also a queen, and that's the soundtrack. That song. E- specifically that song. The entire score. That is song.
0: Great. John Williams is great, but that song was just amazing. The whole chorus, all of it. So good. Um, but Darth Maul, like the, I love how many fans are willing to hold on to the fact that he's still alive because of Clone Wars and because of... Solo, I guess. Uh,
1: he was also alive in the comic books in the comic books. Disney bought them yeah,
0: because so many people loved his designs. the same thing, sort of like Boba Fett. That's why I said he Boba Fetted himself. Of like, here's a character who looks really cool, doesn't do a lot, but we all love him. Yeah. And it's really kind of
1: unfortunate. He did more than Boba Fett did.
0: He absolutely he had a did a whole more. fight. He absolutely did more <laughs> than Boba Fett. But like the for me the the push and pull of it all is just why the fuck did George kill him? Because George, when he made these movies, had no intention of him coming back. Him coming back was all of the fans and the writers and the other people who came back to us was like, no, there's more to do with Darth Maul. That guy's not done yet. But in George Lucas's mind, well, it- he was killing him. Why? Yeah.
1: Because he needed to make room for Anakin to be the apprentice.
0: Yeah, do that in episode three. Give or us like- at least... The yeah, final like showdown make a journey between of it. Anakin and Darth Maul in three would have been awesome.
1: I don't maybe because he really wanted to bring in, I forgot Grievous? his
2: name. Or Darth, <coughs> I was
1: gonna say Darth Sidious. <laughs> Darth,
2: Darth Dooku. Sidious, is a long time. ago. <laughs> Dooku.
1: Count Dooku, yes.
2: <laughs> Count Dookie. <Darth>
0: Dooku, <laughs> remember. Count. Count. Count Dooku with his cane yeah. saber. Oh boy, I, it's just like. That was the wrong call. Like it was just the wrong. Like, somebody, somebody should have been like, "Hey, do you remember the seventies when we were like George?" No, and they like slapped him with a ruler. Somebody right. should have gotten that ruler out with this movie. Like, all right, and this is when uh, this is when Darth Maul dies.
1: Yeah, there were no George. It's a bad, George. George did not have all of the editors. <laughs>
0: no editors
1: of his script. Editors of some, you know, he didn't have Spielberg and cocaine on his side. Going, maybe we could make this a little bit better.
2: <laughs> and it's a problem like having the Darth Maul character having the character be so cool like this and have him be an actual stunt guy who can do all these great moves. having it just just be out the gate like awesome and then killing him off you've ruined everything else like when you go from Darth Maul to every other person after in this prequel trilogy it's we kind of a bummer
1: actually mention Darth Maul is played by Ray Park yeah Ray Park
0: did I not did, say that? I thought I did it yeah. earlier. Did you I might did, not I have. forgot. I might not have. Hey. Um
1: This is not the most well-organized episode we've ever had.
0: Food poisoning.
1: Food poisoning. <laughs> it gets into your system. It really it jarbles you all up.
0: The fact that I'm still talking <laughs> is impressive. Um But no, I think Ray Park did a great job. Like it was always kinda like, I loved hearing him talk about playing Toad in X-Men after <laughs> some time around this. Right? I don't remember it was before after this. Mm. And he's right. like, I'm just so excited to finally play a role where people can see my face. <laughs> right, poor Ray Park. Mm. Um, is that is that pretty much everyone? Oh no, we have a whole Jedi Council we have to talk about before we get to Obi Wan. Oh Yoda. yeah, Yoda actually has a character Mace now. Mace Windu. Mace Windu is there as well for a scene <laughs> or two. He's just he chilling. Stuff. Mace Windu just shows up and goes, "I'm going to be in the next ones. Just wait." I'm gonna he, be there. He
1: interviews Anakin and he makes him tell tell him what's on his screen, his iPad.
0: Yeah, he plays the same game that like Bill Murray does in the beginning of Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah it makes sense.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Just less Check pervy.
2: <laughs>
1: this is some high tech Jedi Council wibbly wobbly.
0: It, oh, it's definitely wibbly wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> a ship, a star, a spec. A cup. A cup. A cup.
1: I have a lot of medichlorians in my
0: blood. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention those fucking things. <laughs> there's so much that I love about this movie and then there's so much to hate. Medichlorians.
1: <laughs> it's not the medichlorians' fault. Then Just
2: whose fault is it?
1: Scientologists. I don't know.
2: <laughs> the interesting thing with the whole Jedi Council is having seen um the original cut of Phantom Menace with puppet Yoda. Yeah, and then they change it later for the DVD release, and uh, wow, that that one's an interesting one. Like as far as big changes go, like you you don't think too much that the prequel trilogies get get the change in the DVDs, but yeah, Yoda they changed Yoda completely, and I kind of missed the the puppetry that they had from Phantom Menace. I, there was something I don't. I don't. I feel so bad
0: not wanting a puppet because I'm always so pro practical, but, but
1: he was the wrong color. He looked greasy for some reason.
0: He looked like a puppet. Like yeah, the thing about Yoda, it, you go back to the eighties. Yoda looked like a living creature.
2: The puppet in this movie looked ridiculous. It's like Maybe I it's just that like the CGI that they replaced it with didn't have like it didn't work for me like watching it the second time it was the like CGI the li- is not great I'll no agree. it's not it's not the lines all s- fell so much flat like maybe just across the board the puppet was not great but like the cgi was also not good either i just anytime yoda spoke it's like i had to look closer and squint to see if his lips were moving because they never quite got the lips doing anything and just like his eyes were animated well i guess but like <laughs> I I honestly think... like I
0: I like that he's more uniform across the prequel trilogy, so being CGI in all three, I kind of appreciate. But I agree he doesn't look that great here. I honestly think he looks pretty damn good in 3 when we get to it. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. But in this one, no, he doesn't look that good, but at the same time, I'd rather... Eh to. I just, just
1: I didn't like the puppet because it looked like the species but it didn't look like Yoda to me.
0: Yeah, it looked like Yoda's cousin. Yeah. Sup, up? I'm Broda.
1: <laughs> like his older <laughs> uncle or something. Yeah,
0: it just it didn't work. Um And the rest of the Jedi council is
2: there. Yeah. They all,
1: they all got backstories. Uh the guy with the white beard and the really tall head. Yeah. Uh he got he was the star of the Star Wars comic book series for a very long time.
0: He, he was a, a pain in the ass in the Obi Wan game for the Xbox.
1: Yeah, he had a lot of he had a lot of good <laughs> stuff going on.
0: Yeah, uh, I actually liked all the Jedi count. I think all the design like like that's just taking a way step out of who we're talking about. The design of all the aliens in this movie, even the Gungans, I think were pretty good. Yeah, I,
1: I hate any of the designs.
0: Yeah, I thought they were all kind of interesting. They're all kind of fun. There's some callbacks to original characters, and there's a lot of new ones, and I think they did a good job. Hmm. Um. I just I I was so excited about seeing Samuel Jackson in this movie and then uh I saw him in it. He sat in a chair.
1: He had a very well shaved head.
0: He did. And I remember I talked to I told Chewy this when we were watching it. I remember watching it and going, ah, he can't be a Jedi, he's too old. Like he's too old to play that character. There's no way that works. <laughs> he looks like in his
1: fifties.
0: He might have been in his forties. <laughs> like
1: no, I was a, a
0: judgmental child. <laughs> Yeah, I think you might be right. He might have been. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Wow. Sam Jackson is timeless. Um, but I remember being like, eh, I don't know. And then, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess he's there. I guess as long as he's not fighting, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Little did I know. Uh,
1: Later on.
0: He has some pretty awesome sequences. Um, all right, let's just do it. Let's let's dive into Obi-Wan.
1: Obi-Wan. <laughs>
0: Obi wan
2: Or rather, um, Obi still my beating heart because wow.
0: I love looking at Ian McGregor in this movie and going, "Oh, you're just so young. Look at you. It looks like yeah. you just got off your heroin binge. Uh,
1: hey. <laughs> Look at that little cute time.
2: face right there.
0: Yeah.
2: I Choose life. I choose you, Obi-Wan.
1: I do not like Padawan's hair.
0: Padawan hair is real dumb. It's, yeah. The fucking
2: <laughs> side rat tail thing they
0: had. Yeah, it's all just real dumb. Spiky it's, the,
2: it's the space ah. mullet. Sci-fi mullet.
0: Yeah, it, it was
2: 90s space cool.
0: Mm. That's what I'll call. It. It was, so it was real stupid.
1: I just looked up Samuel Jackson's age. He's uh, seventy years old right now. Jesus Christ. Which means he would have been exactly fifty. Ah!
2: Holy jeez. Wow. Well, well the force was he was good would have been him. in his forties
0: when he recorded the when he
2: filmed the movie. A,
0: okay.
2: We're both right. <laughs> Record at the movie on a gramophone. <laughs> Food poisoning. Uh <laughs>
1: His next movie. God, he was, he was the that organ old.
2: Organ Donor.
0: Wow. <laughs> was know. that a joke?
1: <laughs> no, that's really. It a <laughs> upcoming movie The Organ Donor. <laughs> I'm just saying, like,
2: his next movie is Dead.
1: <laughs> and have you heard of his next picture?
2: Die. It's called Coffin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Obi Wan. Obi Wan.
0: Oh my god. Um, I just know. For some of you out there in the interweb world, you've probably stumbled across this video saying, what if Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, was good? And then this guy gets on the screen like, what if it was good? Like, really good. And then he goes through this very long 10 to 15 minute pitch of completely restructuring Episode One around Obi-Wan. I uh, <laughs> It's actually a really interesting video. The guy did a good job. He did one for all three movies. By the by, the time he gets to episode three, he doesn't even really mention the movie anymore because all that he changes throughout episodes one and two basically make three void. That's uh, fine because the three
1: and the worst
0: one. We'll get to it. Um, <laughs> Do you say it's the worst one? You'd rather watch clones? This is a shocking revelation to my marriage. Uh, I you heard will, it here first, I folks. I like stuff on Camino. Okay.
1: Stupid romance, hate the romance, hate the romance.
0: What are your feelings on sand? I don't want to spoil <laughs> next week. I will. Uh,
1: <laughs> I would ride around in sand for hours in a baking sun. But
2: honey, if it's I didn't dry and it gets everywhere. That
1: stupid romance ever again in my life.
2: I you don't even guarantee. like the romance song.
0: The song actually is pretty good. The part Across when he levitates a
1: pear to her mouth. I just want to go, leave, leave, leave. This is an unhealthy relationship. Next
0: red flags, flags. Red flags. Next week, we'll talk about the amazing movie. that uh, is Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. It's like all those lines I was talking about earlier with Anakin. It's like, oh, he had a bad line here or there. Attack of the Clones,
2: a whole movie. Ooh. <laughs> Attack of the Clones is like, hold my beer. <laughs>
1: couldn't tell you more of the amount of rage that I'm thinking about it and whatever.
2: I guarantee
0: what my quote will be whatever. next week. It has something to do with sex. All sand. I know. Okay. Uh. Yes. Obi-Wan. <laughs> Obi-Wan.
1: Obi-Wan in this movie.
0: Food porn again.
1: Porn. Sexy, but without the hair. Ignore the hair. Shave
0: his head. You don't like both guys.
1: I don't like but just, I don't like his haircut.
0: Grow his hair if out. If we just
1: take Qui-Gon's hair and put Ooh. it on Obi-Wan, and then we got something really good going. <laughs>
0: So want, There's like, a disturbance Jesus in the force, Obi-Wan. and I like it.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> but it's it was really fun to watch Obi wan be young, yeah, and a little brash and a little showy, and he doesn't have all the knowledge yet.
0: But also kind of a bookworm.
1: Kind of a you know, yeah. But that's he, what you'd expect. He's from He's trying to be a good Jedi.
0: Yeah, but that's what kind of what you'd expect from the Alec Guinness version of yeah. like he kind of will wink at the rules, but he will never break them. Yeah. Like he'll kind of like. Eh. I'll get away with whatever I there. can. I
1: understand why the rules are there.
0: Yeah. Rules are meant to be bent.
1: I'll work with them.
0: Like he, he's not, he's not a rule breaker, but he is definitely like I want to push my boundaries yeah. a little
2: bit, just a,
0: yeah. just a little bit. Like I'm the best student in the class, who's also everyone's favorite student. Wow. And like, I don't mean any of that in a bad way. I think Egan McGregor was the perfect cast for that style of Obi Wan, which is exactly kind of what you thought he'd be. And that's why I brought up that video earlier because I think that's the number one thing that guy got right was these movies would have been that much better if Obi-Wan had been the main character throughout Mm. and not Anakin. I get why it's Anakin. I totally understand where George is coming from about it being the Skywalker saga. I'm there. Right. Get it. Obi-Wan would have been a better movie. Yes.
2: Well, and it's just, uh, he's so, like, the charisma is amazing from the get-go. Like, you're watching me, like, even now, the second time, like, the dozens or whatever time I've seen this, as soon as Obi-Wan hits the screen, I'm like, oh, you're the only one I want to watch. It's like, oh, wow. So you are super. Well, not the only one. Qui Gon
0: is awesome in this movie.
1: And pa- I like oh, yeah. Padme. <laughs>
0: I like Padme. That's what I was saying. This is good Padme. Next movie's great Padme. Then it's under the ground Padme. Both figuratively and literally. She does die. Spoilers. I'm going
1: to moan during the majority of oh, Revenge of the Sith.
0: I can already tell you my quote for that one, too. It's one word, stretched very long. <laughs> <laughs> i have very fun quotes for each one of the prequel trilogies (laughs) Uh, my one for this one is fantastic Uh, but other than all that i I think the the thing that this movie does best is obi-wan and i think that's primarily because of both ian mcgregor and it's just the strongest character we have so far because he's the most established character we've had so far he does appear in all three of the original trilogy he's a dead guy in two of them but he does show up and it just made sense that's the easiest one to translate back to here and then you get an amazing actor to play this character well and i think i think we had to And i think Ian
1: McGregor was very good at being able to like you said follow the rules listen to the director's direction but also go uh, uh, i'm going to make this a good
0: character yeah yeah
1: a little bit okay george yeah, yeah I, I know how to be obi-wan
0: okay yeah. um So if that's all the major characters and kind of like all the major stuff that we've kind of kind of flown through and talked about here and there, there, there's one major thing that always kind of stuck with me about Phantom Menace versus, well, I guess the rest of the prequel trilogy kind of follows down this road. But you go down to the, you go to the original trilogy, which we've already reviewed, go check them out. um, And it's very fantasy, sci-fi, sci-fi, fantasy, kind of wishy-washy, but definitely more fantasy than sci-fi. It's a fantasy movie with a sci-fi Coat of paint. And you get to these movies, and I feel like that fantasy element just gets upped tenfold. Like the Jedi, like, say Luke, he does one force jump in Empire, but otherwise his his force abilities are always kinda like they're a little limited.
1: Because he never had full training.
0: Sure, but still even in uh Jedi, he never really feels like this crazy of a Jedi. Like even at like Jedi Master Luke, he doesn't do anything completely he bananas.
1: He wasn't a Jedi Master. And...
0: Or Jedi Knight Luke. i uh, sorry sorry. Yeah. Um, he doesn't know anything that completely insane. This, these movies, all three of the prequels, are com- completely filled with Jedis who just do insane shit all the time. They're lightsaber battles. Gone are the days of Luke just fucking hacking away at Vader or just trying to deflect things or just slowly respecting each other and just kind of touching swords at each other like in A New Hope. And now we have... It's just complete bananas. Exactly like that, how you said... A combination (laughs) of
1: better technology in our world. Yep. And I stand by, they all had full training... They all knew what exactly what their abilities were. They yeah. didn't have a, but one session in a ship training and then a couple days on a planet with an old guy training. <sighs> they had an entire lifetime from an infant yeah. being taught how to touch the Force, let it flow through you. These are the things you can do. Let's practice it a whole bunch. You don't get to be a real full-time Jedi till you're in your 20s. Like, it's just a completely different world.
0: Yeah. And I, I think that it bumped me, I think, a little bit back in the 90s when this thing started. Because yeah. I just remember going, like, this isn't the Jedis I remember. It's fine because it's awesome, but it's not what I remembered. And I always thought it kind of stick with me more. And then as I've gotten older, I've kind of come around more to where you're at of, like, well, it makes sense in a weird way. But it, it does kind yeah. of track.
1: Oh, it it tracked for me right away back yeah.
0: then.
1: I was just like, "Oh well, yeah, okay. These are the Jedi's that, they know what they're freaking doing. Luke was great. I love Luke. Luke never really knew what he was doing. He's running off, running through his coattails most of the time.
2: He's
0: a terrible sword
2: fighter. (laughs) Terrible. Well, and it never, like, it never, that part never threw me so much. It was just just a different vibe to be in. And it was an adjustment going from the prequel, or the original trilogy, OT, to this, in terms of its, yeah, the quality of sword fighting, having that shift was a little bit more jarring. Not that not, yeah. it wasn't a problem, but it was just, it is a shift. It's an adjustment. And it is one. It's.
0: Yeah, no, no matter how much Abrams thinks he's going to tie all of these movies together, all three trilogies have such a distinctly different feel. Yeah. I'm interested to see how that's going to I
1: don't think turn. Abrams thought he was tying all the movies together. I think that's just Disney going. He said it. So, I don't, I just. He might have been told
0: to say it, but the words came out of his this mouth. this
1: stuff. I'm like, are, the Skywalker <laughs> saga ended at return of the Jedi. Yeah. That was just the, the whole, you're telling me you're going to end the Skywalker saga with, Oh, with no Skywalkers in it.
0: Maybe. I'm not saying I'm happy with any of this stuff. I'm just saying <laughs> maybe. Mm. And technically, no, never mind. Uh, the only thing
1: that I, the only thing that I thought after watching this movie is maybe raise a clone of Anakin. I could see that. Because of how, like, silly, clever she is in the first movie and somehow good at everything in the first movie, similar to Anakin in this yeah. movie.
2: But she doesn't say anything about hating sand. So, I, I, I mean, yeah, I don't like know they, about they, they didn't lay the foundation for this.
1: No,
0: she didn't mention anything <laughs> about hating sand or how it gets everywhere. Seriously, next week. I'm so excited. No, she's a woman.
1: She's not as stupidly bitchy.
0: As a woman, she's like,
2: yeah, I'm in a desert, fuckface. face. There's sand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh great! That that actually—if she had said that literally—that would have been really funny. I'd, I'd be see down Ray for all of them. say "fuckface." So would I. I just <laughs> want to see Daisy Ridley call somebody "fuckface." I bet she'd say it
0: spectacularly. Yeah. Uh, With her oh just face.
1: Glistening teeth. Have you ever paid attention to her teeth?
0: Yeah, they're impossible not yes. to see. Yes, yes, <laughs> I, I have. Looking at you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh God. Oh, God, Daisy, put those away.
0: You can't set me. I'm a Jedi from Jack. You're going to put someone's eyes out with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, she needs to like play as relatives of Julia Roberts at some point. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. mm, it's a teeth show.
0: <laughs> Gina Davis be their grandma. And going will bite everybody.
2: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Actually, You're hurting Gina my Davis back with how much you make me laugh. like
1: her mom in something.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's cast a movie. Gina Davis and Daisy Ridley in a movie. In a movie. Do it now. Go. Hollywood.
0: Why did Julie Roberts get booted out?
1: Get, like <laughs> Too many <Davis>. teeth, ladies. <laughs> Gina oh Davis has a her face looks more like it because she's got boxier face. I could she, see it. Julia Roberts has a very long face.
0: Very true. I think I think we've shut <laughs> the drain on *Phantom Menace*. I think we have. About the shapes of faces. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that means it's time for quotes, and you better fucking believe I'm going first. So the okay. one thing we didn't mention at all we in this episode. We didn't talk about
1: anything about the droids, the ships, the, the droids? Cos- costumes outside of Padme.
0: No, but the major thing we didn't talk about that I'm sure somebody out there is going like, "What the fuck?" I didn't talk about it because it's been covered to death. The pod race. The pod race. Uh, we get it. It's cool. There. You happy? Yeah. We mentioned it.
1: I'll And I'll throw in the thing with the costumes real fast. Other than Padme's outfits, every, a lot of like, the politicians on Naboo are dressed like they're from frickin' Shakespeare. It is kind of strange. Yeah, it's
0: a little weird. Um, anyhow, out of the pod racing, though, of course comes my favorite line. And it comes from Sebulba, a character we didn't really mention at all because we didn't really talk about the pod He's racing. He's not
1: really that important.
0: But he has the best line in the movie. And the reason it's the best line in the movie is because I am convinced it's the only... Hard fuck in any Star Wars movie. <laughs> it just happens to be in a different language and they don't subtitle it. So after Anakin is wrestling with him and they're going towards the finish line and Anakin gets away and Sabulba's pod blows up and crashes on the ground and Sabulba crashes and slides and flips up on a rock and then lands and he sits there and he goes, whoa do? And I imagine that's him just going, Fuck! But in a different language.
1: Totally. <laughs> I'm with you on that.
0: So my word, my quote or word is HODO, because it's awesome.
1: (laughs) My quote is, woo! That's a good one. Anakin.
0: I would have gone for a yippee, but you know.
1: Yeah, Jake, are we going to do another take? Jake might have been asked to do another take, and George (laughs) is like, no, that's good. All
0: right, just say yippee as you run out of the room, kid. Yippee! Can I do another one? That was awful. You're done.
1: You're done. You're...
0: Do I have to be? Go play video games in your trailer. <laughs> Come I sock. have coke to miss.
1: I don't, I don't know if George was still doing coke when these movies That's were That's why good. I said miss. Yeah, to miss, yeah. To mourn. Mm. No cocaine. All
2: right, so my quote, and it's been one that I've enjoyed every time I've watched this, and it's from Obi-Wan. And it's after they jump down and see the droid army heading down, getting ready to head down to Naboo, and he's like, "You were right about one thing, Master. The negotiations were short." And he smiles, and I'm like, "God, you're 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 a big deal. I like you."
0: Yeah. he's clever that guy. Uh, reviewed system for this week. Describe your pod racer. <laughs> pod racer. Mine's gonna be pretty simple. I'm going for Quadranero's pod. I'm just going to take his entirely. Uh, He's the guy who has the four engines that explode and fly all over the place whenever he gets a race. Because it looks awesome. It looks like if it had worked, it would have been really cool. It would have been great. But it didn't just quite get off the starting line. And it's kind of unfortunate. But what I saw, I really enjoyed. I just wish it was a little better.
2: I think I'll go with... uh... Just one giant engine out front and just hope to God I can get through the course. I
0: don't think it's going to go very well for you, but, you know, good luck. Yeah.
2: Requires the use of the force. (laughs)
0: Last but not least.
1: I'm going to go with a pod that is designed like Speed Racer. So a car. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because for some reason... Even though it can fly, it chooses to still stay on the ground, pretty much. It doesn't really like go too far. They could really go wherever they wanted to. I guess maybe if there's rules about staying on a track,
0: whatever. Um and Anakin does kind of fly.
1: And, but it's also it's very child-friendly. Uh, it is very fast. You're very good at it for no... I haven't really watched Speed Racer too much. But you're the best around. <laughs> No uh, one's ever going to take you down? No one's ever going <laughs> to take you down. <laughs> uh, and you have a lot of colorful characters all around you that make the show better than it would be if it was just about you.
0: Fair enough. I liked it. All right. It worked. Yeah. So, car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know what to do.
2: I liked it. <laughs> uh, I like that as like a script note. You do, yeah, like, yeah, could this be just a car? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I said it could be
1: look like Speed Racer
0: George you you have heard of racing before right it's not like you're inventing the wheel here Um, right. do you remember American
2: Graffiti they had a lot of cars then
0: you've done racing before George Uh, uh, we did it we phantom menaced we did everything that we could we were as nice as we could we definitely skipped (laughs) over the pod racing because
1: we skipped over a lot of stuff
0: we did
1: there's a lot of little things in this movie
0: and that's okay just yeah. like the movie. yeah, It was okay. Yeah, Nowhere near as bad as people want it to be. Nowhere near as good as it should have been. And that's okay too. Uh, because the
1: original trilogy will always exist and there will always be a beacon of light. Be like, this is why we have everything else.
0: Yep. So I'm bringing back a segment that we used to do before we started all the Star Wars movies. Uh, very quickly, do you recommend? It's very important in the prequel trilogy because yeesh. Uh, I can firmly say yes. I recommend this movie. I'd even say recommending like watching like the the one with CGI Yoda over the original if you still have that one somehow. Uh, I, I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's fun. I think it, kids will enjoy it for the most part as long as they don't get too bored by the politics stuff. But that's really only in the beginning for the most part. Um, and you know it's got ET in it. Who doesn't love ET? <laughs> I of course would recommend E.T.'s this. He's pissed, movie. but he's in it.
1: Whether or not my feelings towards Jar Jar, you're not wrong. He's a good character for kids. They don't hate him like we do. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a good kids movie. I'm never going to deny it that. George got what he wanted out of it. It's not what everyone else wanted for a new Star Wars film at the time. Nope. But we still got some good adult stuff. We got a damn good looking Darth Maul.
2: Yeah. (laughs) and obi-wan
1: and obi-wan
2: john what about you oh man we recommend yes i mean i'm not gonna be very interesting in these answers because yes i recommend yeah just it's part of star wars if you're in it if you like star wars in general just this is a part of it and the good the bad like the fact that there is that there's more star wars movies that there were more star wars movies and it was all just despite the quality and what we thought of the movie it's more star wars and I love Star Wars.
0: Fair enough. All right, let's move to plugs and let's say goodbye. Because we did manage to fill an hour like I thought we might. And I feel like I am getting food poisoning all over again. And I want to fall <laughs> asleep. So, plugs. I'm going to do my, my age-old classic, ATHpod.com. Check it out. Uh, we have pretty much everything on there. If you're into anything pod culture, we have something there for you. Uh, Adventure Brothers is coming back. So, you know, definitely keep an eye out for it. Uh, we are going to be back... Think by the time maybe on the same day this episode drops, our episodes might be back at it. uh, yeah, that is the plan, yeah, right I think now. So. yeah. So, today, go check out Venture Brothers. We're finishing up season six, <laughs> <laughs>
1: then it's on to season seven, they're and then, going and then we're done to release another season
0: in like 20 years. It sucks being maybe a Venture <laughs> Brothers fan, sooner,
1: <laughs> maybe sooner,
0: but maybe not. That's the
2: whole problem. By
1: the time we get back to it, Dean's going to be married, have some kids. He's going to he's gonna, he's gonna still be dabbing. Rusty. Yeah.
0: Dab, dab. Did you dab? I dab. Stop <laughs> saying dab.
1: <laughs> Rusty is uh,
0: dead. Probably. Somebody finally probably killed that. Probably
1: <laughs> dead. The monarch is now the matriarch of the Ventures because he finally figured out that he is Jameson's son. Yeah uh cuz Jameson definitely slipped with his mom You are
0: spoiling the shit out of season 7 if people aren't caught up Oh shit <laughs> Oh wow <laughs> They hinted to that Just have did. to bleep the whole thing out Just they have to bleep inter- the whole thing out They did hint to that in season 6 you are right <laughs> they did. But they definitely confirmed the fuck out of it in 7 <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry Sorry Just no, this I'm the, not bleeping anyway When's the
1: photo of them on a blanket together playing When Season was, Yeah. See they are at that there right there. You're like they might be brothers. Yeah. And then they are.
2: Yeah. And then it's awesome. Uh John, what about you? What are you plugging? Uh Demon Days. Uh we're getting to the end of the year in terms of campaign and then we're taking a bit of a break and end of December January. And yeah, it's gonna end with a bang.
0: Fun. Jury you still plugging a superstore?
1: Yeah. For Watch reference. Superstore.
0: Re- really. Really watch Superstore. It's yeah. great. It's great. Out of the two people at this table, I watch it all the time.
1: Quite often it is actually the number one uh, show on NBC sometimes during
0: the week. It deserves it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um that's it. That's everything, right? We did it. Yeah. We did it. We're done. We did it. We made it. Oh boy. So tune in next week. Yay. Tune in next week when we finally tackle Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.